today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of Vacuman, who sponsored this fine program, uh, is with us once again. Uh, into a long weekend, always an exciting time. I hope you're doing well, Adam. I am, I am, Bill. Yeah, actually, I'm looking very much forward to this long weekend. <laughs> I actually do take a Monday off, if you can believe it. No, the, hey, go for it. I mean, this is, as we were just talking in the last segment of the show here, it's kind of the unofficial beginning of summertime. And I think people just kind of, you know, kind of let, it's been a long, long winter. And uh, yes. I don't know if we're out of it yet. I mean, we just had snow about a week and a half or so ago in some parts of the province. So uh, back to it. Anyway, uh, talk to me about, this is something that came up a couple of days ago that I saw, but these uh, do-it-yourself dryer kits from Amazon. Uh, and yeah. and I, I first blush, these sound like a wonderful idea. But there's this kind of a buyer beware element to this, isn't there? Yeah, I, wanna, I wanted to bring it up because, it, it, you know, in the last week, I've had uh, three phone calls and uh, more of a jam than anything. I mean, one of the topics we discuss on the show is, you know, make sure you get your dryer vents cleaned, which yeah. you really should do. However, uh, you know what? There's always a little encouragement to do it yourself. And there's certain times you should do it yourself. However, this may be one of those um maybe look at options other than you know the amazon 99 cent deal that can be shipped to your home and what it does is they they have a brush they come with a bunch of plastic ad adapters and when you connect them you put it on a drill bit and you know and in principle bill it should work now i'm not going to say it's not going to be a problem with all homes but if your dryer vent has a rooftop exit or it bends and you've got a long run from where the dryer is to where it exits out of the house whether it's on the side or otherwise if it bends at all and you're running one of the do-it-yourself kits what's happened in the last three weeks is we've had people they snap because it's not very, uh, I want to say, strong plastic that you're you're drilling through. And these little pieces that are adapters, they, they allow you to go as far as up to like 20, 30 feet down your dryer vent pipe. And if it comes to a bend and it's a 90 degree bend, the plastic will obviously have some pressure and you're spinning it at the same time. And what tends to happen is the pressure of the spinning and the bending boom, they snap. And what takes place is you now have not only lint in your dryer vent, you now have a brush with a piece of plastic piping in it. So I just warn and caution people to uh, just make sure if you are going to do it yourself, take a look at just uh, or try to understand how your dryer vent actually exits out of uh, the house. Um, and I should also comment that some homes, maybe a condo unit or otherwise, they call it a secondary. And that is a motor that's in the dryer vent pipe. And what it does is it pushes, gives it a little bit of a and, and pushes the air and the dryer vent uh, out, uh, giving giving the ability to uh, uh, to give it a little more pressure. So anyway, the moral of the story is, folks, just be careful. It's the warm season. You're ready to get cleaning and you're ready to get yourself sorted out. Um, but if you think you've got a long run, a long vent pipe from your dryer vent to the exit, maybe look at possibly looking at a professional like Vacuman to help you with that option. Exactly. And and I know, you know, we talk about this Some people are going to say, well, it's kind of a mundane thing, but you'd be surprised. And I know, I know you know this, uh, but I, I even talk to people in the fire departments about the number of dryer fires that, that, and, and vent fires uh, that can break out because you don't get the things clean. It gets hot in there and, and there's a lot of stuff in there. And uh, they don't all make the news when one of these things happen, but the, you know, the, 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 the fire department have to respond to those calls nonetheless. And boy, if you can reduce a few of those, it's going to make everybody's life easier. Absolutely. Yes. And if you need any assistance, please give us a call. I mean, whether, you know, we'll help you regardless. There's not a bill for calling and asking a question. So please give us a call if you have a question about your dryer vent. 
Okay. Uh, I, here's another little gizmo I heard about the other day. What what, what is a beep berry? Oh, I love this, Bill. Bill, this is this is I know, this reminds I know you, me of tech. You, this is Adam and his toys again, isn't it? <laughs> this this reminds me of Tech Talk when you and I were talking about BlackBerry as a regular featured. What's the latest in Tech Talk? Uh, you know, eight years ago, and it is a beepberry. Now it's a combination of the beeper, if you remember, like a little pager, in yeah, addition yeah. to a BlackBerry, and it's uh, it was developed. Uh, by the gentleman who made the Pebble smartwatch, uh, if anyone remembers the Pebble smartwatch before it was bought out, he's developed a uh, unique little device, and it looks like a BlackBerry. I'm sure there's probably uh, you know rights and otherwise they can't comment that it you can't use that name, but it it just works with instant messaging. So it, say you have WhatsApp, you have iMessage, uh, you have you know text messaging. Um, it only works with messaging. It doesn't have any other apps. It doesn't have. A, it's not a phone. Phone. It's 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 not going to let you tell you the weather. It's not going to do anything other than specifically. It's a message machine. So you know, just like if you remember, Bill, that's pretty much what everyone used it for was just emails and 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 BlackBerry messages. Um, so it's called the Beepberry. It's seventy nine dollars. And and here's here's the next best thing about it. You build it yourself. It's actually a kit that you oh. would buy. They Where ship you it to idea? you, and it's you snap it together and. Um, it's like it's like a little electronic Lego. Put it together, and then you what it does is you connect your 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 messaging apps. And if you just want to get paged, I, I'm using words that the younger audience means. What's that mean? Um, paged. Um, then this is the the latest and greatest. It could just remove all the other garbage of your phone and just make it a messaging machine. There you go. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, we always like to give tips over on, on the program here. And, and if we see something that looks like it's going to be uh, advantageous to consumers, I know that you always try to include it on the program here. Uh, like uh, like this, our next one, uh, how would you like a free TV? I mean, a great big 55-inch free TV. Uh, but there's a, there's a catch to it, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's always a catch. You know, I, I think I've said this to you before. The, the, the only free trees is in the trap. So, you know, folks, this is no exception. So there's a there's a company, it's called Telly. And and it's true, you can get yourself an absolutely free 55-inch flat screen TV, high resolution, comes with a camera, allows it to connect directly to your devices. This sounds wonderful. Why would yeah. anyone not want to take advantage of this deal? Except for the fact that if you obviously don't care about privacy, and they're not being shy about it, Bill. They very clearly, this company called Tele, they claim, tell us about your life. We are going to follow you. We are going to watch what you watch. We're going to watch what you do. All of this, it is you have to give up your privacy, okay? Number one. Number two is that it will now also have ads consistently, constantly at the lower left hand of the screen. Not only are the ads always there, Bill, not that we don't see ads all the time when you're online, you see banners, you see all sorts of ads when you visit possibly a website or otherwise, but it's on even when you turn the TV off. So the, the catch is you get this beautiful 55-inch TV. That's right. It's going to come with all the bells and whistles, with all the lights, and the greatest of all technology you ever wanted. And it's upgradable when there's a new model coming up. We'll replace it. But we will watch what you do every moment of every day, and we will have ads consistently. So falling asleep on the couch and you turn the TV off, you're still going to have to have that little quarter ad in the bottom right-hand corner constantly just advertising 
whatever it is that you follow, like, or what you want to search. So it's called Telly. Uh, and uh, how if you do want to subscribe for this or consider uh, signing up, uh, you just have to more or less fill out a questionnaire. You fill out a document that says, I'm ready to give my soul, my child, and my <laughs> life to you. And you can now watch this television arrive and you can put it up and enjoy all the television you could ever want in your life, Bill. So, so you, you've got this TV, you've got your telly here, which is watching it, everything you're doing, watching what you're watching, uh, watching what you bring into the house on the way of groceries and then all of this stuff. And then on the other table, of course, you've got your, your Alexa, which is listening to everything you're saying. Uh, so, so this whole idea about privacy is just going right out the window here, isn't it? There's no such thing as privacy, Bill. In fact, that's a, that's a word that they used back in the 90s. All the kids used it. <laughs> privacy is just a, it's a non-existent thing, you know? Like, you just got to let everybody know what you do. <laughs> but Jeez. yes, you're pretty much it. You got Google, you got Alexa. They're all just kind of listening. But this, this is this takes it to a level of which I've never level. seen. All, but you get a 55-inch TV from it. That's the best news. Let's, uh, on that note, do a break. We're going to come back in just a couple of seconds. Adam Oldfield's here. It's Tech Talk on The Bill Kelly Show from CFPL London, CHML Hamilton. You're listening to The Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. It's uh, Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of Vacuuman, is with us, as he is every Friday at 1130. Uh, dash cams are, are a thing. I mean, they've always been around, Adam, but I mean, I guess with TikTok and everything else now, people are just looking for stuff now that they can post. And, and I'm seeing a lot more of these in cars. And, and uh, I guess Google's uh, developing a, a new dash cam now. Yeah, what they've got is is a software. They're upgrading with the Android operating system. So if you've got an old Android device, don't throw it away. And, and just to uh, comment that there is a lot of apps online that you can download and they work like a dash cam. Um, but this is what's unique about this feature is that Google is building it into their operating system that you can now take an old Android device and connect it with a holder on your dashboard and it can turn the rear camera of your phone or smart device um, into an actual wide lens um, dash cam. And it, it connects directly with your Google account. You plug it into your cigarette lighter with your wires and otherwise, but it also works with Google Maps and Waze. And that's the unique feature versus the other apps that are available, which, you know, sure they record and they keep record of, uh, you know, where you're driving and otherwise. This connects directly to your Google account and it's utilizing the most recent phone features you have on your rear camera to have the resolution. Um, so that's the great thing. However, I just wanted to comment that, you know, uh, as I saw this and I, and as you've mentioned, there's lots of options and many people have even said, yeah, I'm just going to put my phone up and I'm connecting it and using it as my dash cam. This is, this is a good point. I just wanted to point, uh, share with everyone, your cameras, if you've got a, if you've got a phone, a smartphone, Apple, Android, otherwise in the last three years, they have a stabilizing, it's called an optical image stabilizing. What that means is when you hold your camera and you're doing your selfies or you're filming your puppy run along the, the park, uh, it tries to stabilize holding the lens, you know, as you're jumping around or moving it. When you're putting it on your car, keep the, keep in mind, folks, this is the greatest feature from uh, from Google, but the motor vibrating and sitting in that dash cam holder or in the, in the phone holder, what it does is as the motor's running, or you're dry and it's you could have a Tesla and use this, but if you're driving and you're hitting road bumps and otherwise, that vibration actually does damage to the optical image stabilization stabilization over time. So um, which means it has more and more difficulty calibrating it. So it's good for an old phone, Bill. That's my point. Yes, got an old phone, you got an Android. 
it's perfect. You'd be able to use it. But if you're going to say, no, 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 I'm just going to use my current latest $3,000 iPhone, <laughs> just keep in mind that you might be like, why is the camera off after about a year if you're uh, driving around with it? So just keep that in mind for dash cams with smartphones. Uh, good idea. Uh, I'm always intrigued by uh, the, the uses of, of all this high-tech stuff that you're talking about for medical purposes, to try to improve people's lives uh, from a medical standpoint. And Apple's got something that's pretty intriguing here. Yeah, they've got this new feature. And honestly, it's a bit creepy, Bill. I mean, I mean, I think there's some, there's a lot of tech that's creepy out there. This is an actual Apple product that makes it very awkward. Um, what they've created is a mobility accessibility within the Apple system in the new iPhones coming out. And what it will do is it will record your voice. So if you're speaking to Siri or you're talking into the phone or in, into the device or recording, what it will do is it needs 15 minutes of your voice and an iPad. And what it can do is integrate that into live speech that sounds like your voice. If you remember, you and I did that little AI thing uh, yeah. uh, back about a couple months ago. And, uh, and that was just me typing and it tried to mimic my voice. Apple's building it into their operating system. And they're doing this in addition to another feature called Magnifier for those with low visibility or vision issues. Um, they claim that this accessibility is going to come handy in the case of say you lose your voice, um, say you have a cold or you know lose it for you know whatever you uh, uh, for medical concerns, um, then you can be able to use the Apple device to type your name, type your comments, and people can hear it in your voice when you speak. Second is they've got magnifier, which is the second feature, which you can hold up your iPhone and if you touch. Like So imagine holding up your phone and you're looking at your, your microwave, for example, and you're having vis visible difficulties as you're holding the phone, looking at the microwave buttons and you put your finger on it as you're holding the phone, it will read to you what you're touching. So it will say one, two, four, five, and it will show you or speak what you're typing or touching. Think of it as a, an iPhone with Braille, except it's using real imagery and phones uh, the phone is using uh, the ability to read what you're touching and then speaking to you what you're what you're actually holding or uh, what it's looking at. So those are new features coming out in the new uh, Apple iPhone in the iOS. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that when it comes out next year. Uh, you mentioned Tesla a few minutes ago. Um, Elon Musk is, is a, a strange individual uh, who seems to have a, a tremendous and unique talent to, to piss off his customers. I mean, you know, he's got people on Twitter that just th think he's a jerk now. Uh, now Tesla owners are suing uh, Tesla and Elon. Uh, for uh, Now, this was supposed to be an upgrade, but apparently it's, uh, it's, it's having an adverse effect on the battery in the car. Yeah, this is this. They've had an issue with this before with another model. This one takes it to a whole new level. The Model S and the Model X, which are models that are older in the line of Tesla. Um, I mean, let okay, let me step back. First of all, one of the greatest features about Tesla is the fact that it is capable of doing a massive upgrade across its entire network of automobiles simply by a software upgrade. So it might offer features, it might give uh, extra elements that you may not wanted or didn't know you could have. So that's the good news. What's happened is there's a class action lawsuit against Tesla in California, and it's been recently announced that the Model S and Model X have been with the upgrade, with the latest upgrade of software, it impacts the battery. So the idea is that you want to upgrade software systems and get more benefit from it. Well, in the case you have an older model, when you do the software upgrade, what it's doing is it's actually impacting between 200 to 300 kilometers you would lose 
you would lose in your travel distance with, with this latest software update. Now, here's the other thing. You don't get the pick if you want to do a software update. It just does it. It's not a question. It's just an action. So that's what we're going to be seeing in the courts coming shortly. And the other aspect is the solution from Tesla is, well, if you want more range or the same range you had when you purchased the car, it will cost you $15,000 plus and we'll put a new one in for you. So we're going to see what happens. And this is what we're still learning a lot about electric vehicles, Bill. And I think Tesla obviously is a leader is setting the standard of how is automated uh, upgrades on phone or on vehicles impacting the benefit of older cars um, with the with the uh, hardware that are currently in the system. Ouch, boy, that's that expensive. That you know, yeah, we'll replace it. Just you know, cut the check right now. Uh, got about a minute left. I wanted to this kind of new story here about Uber. What are they up to these days? Well, Uber has filed a patent, and this patent is to allow and connect pre-matching riders with drivers using artificial intelligence. And apparently it's going to pass. Um, it's gone through its second reading, and it's going to look like it's going to get the clearance on this. What happens is, as you sign into Uber, as most of our apps, as you and I were speaking about privacy, it uses your history, uh, your location, where you travel, where you travel to, Bill. So when you select that, I'm going to use Uber to go to, say, uh, Shakespeare's, um, or, you know, say you take uh, uh, an Uber and you want to go to uh, Billy's Bar and Sports, uh, sports Drive, um, it can now determine the driver may have similar interest as the, uh, as the passenger. So it will now connect it. So what, what it's kind of doing is matchmaking for drivers and passengers. So, you know, when you get in the car, you may have a similar like. You might both like watching Star Wars movies or be, you know, Marvel superheroes or love romance mo models. I'm just making this up. But basically, that's what it's doing is it's trying to capture the characteristics of both driver and passenger that they could have a happy synergist relationship on their drive to wherever it is you're going to so that's been filed <laughs> patent using artificial intelligence in people's habits and your driver can become your bff hey we're out of time uh, as always thank you so much for this this is tech talk brought to you by vacuum man have a great long weekend adam we'll talk next week thanks bill you too the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml